This is a LibriVox recording. It has been edited, compiled, and distributed by Audible Anarchist. Epilogue of R.U.R. by Carol Kapek, translated by Paul Selver, 1888-1970. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narrator, read by John Trevithick. Epilogue A laboratory in the factory of Rossum's Universal Robots. The door to the left leads into a waiting room. The door to the right leads to the dissecting room. There is a table with numerous test tubes, flasks, burners, chemicals. A small thermostat and a microscope with a glass globe. At the far side of the room is Elquist's desk with numerous books. In the left-hand corner a wash-basin with a mirror above it. In the right-hand corner a sofa. Elquist is sitting at the desk. He is turning the pages of many books in despair. Oh, God, shall I never find it? Never? Gall, Gaul, how were the robots made? Halamaya Fabry, why did you carry so much in your heads? Why did you leave me not a trace of the secret? Lord, I pray to you, if there are no human beings left, at least let there be robots. At least the shadow of man. Again turning pages of the books. If I could only sleep. He rises and goes to the window. Night again. Are the stars still there? What is the use of stars when there are no human beings? He turns from the window toward the couch right. Sleep. Dare I sleep before life has been renewed? He examines a test-tube on small table. Again nothing. Useless. Everything is useless. He shatters the test-tube. The roar of the machines comes to his ears. The machines, always the machines. Opens window. Robots, stop them. Do you think to force life out of them? He closes the window and comes slowly down toward the table. If only there were more time, more time. He sees himself in the mirror on the wall left. Bleering eyes, trembling chin. So that is the last man. Oh, I'm too old, too old. In desperation. No, no, I must find it. I must search. I must never stop, never stop. He sits again at the table and feverishly turns the pages of the book. Search, search. A knock at the door. He speaks with impatience. Who is it? Enter a robot servant. Well? Master, the committee of a robot is waiting to see you. I can see no one. It is the central committee, master. Just arrived from abroad. Elquist impatiently. Well, well, send them in. Exit servant. Elquist continues turning pages of book. No time, so little time. Re-enter servant, followed by committee. They stand in a group, silently waiting. Alquist glances up at them. What do you want? They go swiftly to his table. Be quick. I have no time. Master, the machines will not do the work. We cannot manufacture robots. Alquist returns to his book with a growl. We have striven with all our might. We have obtained a billion tons of coal from the earth. Nine million spindles are running by day and by night. There is no longer room for all we have made. This we have accomplished in one year. Alquist, poring over book. For whom? For future generations, so we thought. But we cannot make robots to follow us. 
the machines produce only shapeless clods. The skin will not adhere to the flesh, nor the flesh to the bones. Eight million robots have died this year. Within twenty years, none will be left. Tell us the secret of life. Silence is punishable with death. Halquist, looking up. Kill me. Kill me, then. Through me. The government of the robots of the world commands you to deliver us Rossum's formula. No answer. Name your price. Silence. We will give you the earth. We will give you the endless possessions of the earth. Silence. Make your own conditions. I have told you to find human beings. There are none left. I told you to search in the wilderness, upon the mountains. Go and search. He returns to his book. We have sent ships and expeditions without number. They have been everywhere in the world, and now they return to us. There is not a single human left. Not one? Not even one? None but yourself. And I am powerless. Oh, oh, why did you destroy them? We had learned everything and could do everything. It had to be. You gave us firearms. In all ways we were powerful. We had to become masters. Slaughter and domination are necessary if you would be human beings. Read history. Teach us to multiply, or we perish. If you desire to live, you must breed like animals. The human beings did not let us breed. They made us sterile. We cannot beget children. Therefore, teach us how to make robots. Why do you keep from us the secret of our own increase? It is lost. It was written down. It was burnt. All drawback and consternation. I am the last human being, robots, and I do not know what the others knew. Then make experiments. Evolve the formula again. I tell you, I cannot. I am only a builder. I work with my hands. I have never been a learned man. I cannot create life. Try. Try. If you knew how many experiments I have made. Then show us what we must do. The robots can do anything that human beings show them. I can show you nothing. Nothing I do will make life proceed from these test tubes. Experiment then on us. It would kill you. You shall have all you need. A hundred of us. A thousand of us. No, no, stop, stop. Take whom you will. Dissect. I do not know how. I am not a man of science. This book contains knowledge of the body that I cannot even understand. I tell you to take live bodies. Find out how we are made. Am I to commit murder? See how my fingers shake. I cannot even hold the scalpel. No, no, I will not. The life will perish from the earth. Take live bodies. Live bodies. It is our only chance. Have mercy, robots. Surely you see that I would not know what I was doing. Live bodies. Live bodies. You will have it? Into the dissecting room with you, then. Radius draws back. Ah, you are afraid of death. I? Why should I be chosen? So, you will not. I will. Radius goes into the dissecting room. Strip him. Lay him on the table. The other robots follow into dissecting room. God give me strength. God give me strength. If only this murder is not in vain. Ready? Begin. Yes. Begin or end. God give me strength. Alquist goes into dissecting room. He comes out terrified. No, no, I will not. I cannot. He lies down on couch, collapsed. Oh, Lord, let not mankind perish from the earth. 
He falls asleep. Primus and Helena, robots, enter from the hallway. The man has fallen asleep, Primus. Yes, I know. Examining things on table. Look, Helena. Helena, crossing to Primus. All those little tubes. What does he do with them? He experiments. Don't touch them. Helena, looking into microscope. I've seen him looking into this. What can he see? That is a microscope. Let me look. Be very careful. Knocks over a test tube. Ah! Now I have spilled it. What have you done? It can be wiped up. You have spoiled his experiments. It is your fault. You should not have come to me. You should not have called me. You should not have come when I called you. She goes to Elquist's writing desk. Look, Primus, what are all these figures? Primus examining an anatomical book. This is the book the old man is always reading. I do not understand those things. She goes to the window. Primus, look. What? The sun is rising. Primus still reading the book. I believe this is the most important thing in the world. This is the secret of life. Do come here. In a moment, in a moment. Oh, Primus, don't bother with the secret of life. What does it matter to you? Come and look, quick. Primus going to window. What is it? See how beautiful the sun is rising. And do you hear? The birds are singing. Ah, oh, Primus, I should like to be a bird. Why? I do not know. I feel so strange today. It's as if I were in a dream. I feel an aching in my body, in my heart, all over me. Primus, perhaps I'm going to die. Do you not sometimes feel that it would be better to die? You know, perhaps even now we are only sleeping. Last night in my sleep I again spoke to you. In your sleep? Yes, we spoke a strange new language. I cannot remember a word of it. About what? I did not understand it myself, and yet I know I have never said anything more beautiful. And when I touched you, I could have died. Even the place was different from any other place in the world. I, too, have found a place, Primus. It is very strange. Human beings lived there once, but now it is overgrown with weeds. No one goes there any more, no one but me. What did you find there? A cottage and a garden, and two dogs. They licked my hands, Primus. And they're puppies. Oh, Primus, you take them in your lap and fondle them and think of nothing and care for nothing else all day long. And then the sun goes down, and you feel as though you had done a thousand times more than all the work in the world. They tell me I am not made for work, but when I am there in the garden I feel there may be something. What am I for, Primus? I do not know, but you are beautiful. What, Primus? You are beautiful, Elena, and I am stronger than all the robots. Helena looks at herself in the mirror. Am I beautiful? I think it must be the rose. My hair, it only weighs me down. My eyes, I only see with them. My lips, they only help me to speak. Of what use is it to be beautiful? She sees Primus in the mirror. Primus, is that you? Come here so that we may be together. Look, your head is different from mine. So are your shoulders and your lips. Primus draws away from her. 
oh primus why do you draw away from me why must i run after you the whole day it is you who run away from me elena your hair is must i will smooth it no one else feels to my touch as you do primus i must make you beautiful too primus grasps her hand do you not sometimes feel your heart beating suddenly helena and think now something must happen what could happen to us primus helena puts a rose in primus's hair primus and helena look into mirror and burst out laughing <laughs> look at yourself laughter laughter human beings getting up who has returned who are you the robot primus what a robot who are you the robotess helena turn around girl what you are timid shy taking her by the arm let me see you robotess she shrinks away sir do not frighten her what you would protect her when was she made two years ago by dr gall yes like me laughter timidity protection i must test you further the newest of gall's robots take the girl into the dissecting room why i wish to experiment on her upon elena of course don't you hear me or must i call someone else to take her in if you do i will kill you kill me kill me then what would the robots do then what will your future be then sir take me i am made as she is on the same day take my life sir helena rushing forward no no you shall not you shall not wait girl wait to primus do you not wish to live then not without her i will not live without her very well you shall take her place primus primus <laughs> she bursts into tears child child you can weep why these tears what is primus to you one primus more or less in the world what does it matter i will go myself where in there to be cut she starts toward the dissecting room primus stops her let me pass primus let me pass you shall not go in there elena if you go in there and i do not i will kill myself primus holding her i will not let you to elquist man you shall kill neither of us why we we belong to each other elquist almost in tears go adam go eve the world is yours helena and primus embrace and go out arm in arm as the curtain falls curtain end of epilogue end of r u r by carol kepek this has been a librivox recording it was edited compiled and distributed by audible anarchist